You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Glory Hall Radio Network, gloryholeradio.com. This is part two of Robert Kelly and Ari Shafir. You know what? So now you're, you uh, do you turn you go with Rogan all the time? No, a bunch though. Does he ask you? or Do you ask him? Or? He asks me unless there's something I specifically really really want to do. Uh, if there's some club I've never played that I really really want to, right? Or some tail in a city, and he'll just call you up and be like, "Let's go." He's like, "What are you doing next Tuesday?" And then now does he take care of your hotel and uh-huh. flight, flight and hotel? And does he uh, pay you too? Yeah, pays me pretty well. It pays me about what I'd make as like a, like the lowest level headliner at a place. Really? Yeah. And then he pays for everything while you're there. He doesn't let you touch your wallet. Really? Yeah. He's like, we're going to steak. There's no, like, like Paulie would be like, make us eat at more expensive places. And then we're like, you guys can cover the tip. Like, that's that's $14. I couldn't afford that. I wanted to go to Subway. You know? But he just yeah. never. Rogan's like, no, no, that's fine. It's fine. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Paulie was the worst. If he covered that, Paulie was the worst. Really? Yeah. He's gotten a little better. But God damn it. He was fucking just unsympathetic to the poor man's cause yeah I mean Dane was good to me too I mean yeah some guys just say like I'll let you open but you gotta fly your way out here and the club will pay you whatever they pay you well there's some guys that pay I mean I'm not I think I heard uh, what's his name the fuck is his name Um, the fucking bald guy can't touch anything deal or no deal oh yeah Howie Mandel I heard he's real cheap really I bet like 400 500 bucks like yeah just to open for them like they're very places. cheap yeah very cheap i mean dane was good to me on that last tour I mean, we were fucking flying in a g5 private jet. jet that must have been crazy that was fine that's a was different pretty, way to travel it was pretty nuts you've been on those with rogan no you never went He's on been one? on the zufa jets i've never been on those oh you never get uh-uh. so how do you get out there how do who get out there do you guys fly out together yeah he gets he gets in his contract he gets a free companion ticket everywhere right and a free companion hotel room so we started doing these, like, he'd be like, hey, you want to come to the fights and wear Omaha this week? Right. And so he'd do the weigh-ins on Friday, and then we'd just hang around, play pool or something. But then I was like, why don't you fucking call somebody, get us some guest spots? Or, like, you're big enough where you can have somebody call or get us booked somewhere. Right. So we started doing those shows, you know, on Friday, like, at the night of the weigh-ins. Right. But, Which um, is genius. Yeah, it's great. It's like, you're already there. Fucking, because people didn't know he was a comic. Yeah. He went from news radio to Fear Factor. Yeah, but no comedy on Fear Factor. Nothing. Yeah. And then UFC. Yeah. And he was one of the funniest guys on the fucking planet, in my opinion. Yeah, nobody knew. Loved Joe Rogan. And then he fucking, nobody nobody knew he was a comic. Yeah. And now, no it's perfect. Now everybody knows. And it's because of those fucking, he would do those, the UFC fans. Yeah, he would, would do those shows. Yeah, it really got to them. Would come in and, 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 and all the fighters came out too. They started to get to know me that way, so it's like I could be real cool with a bunch of them. Right. You see, like you know, a month later, you'd be at the next one, the weigh-ins, and BJ Penn would be like, "Hey, man, you're really funny." Right. Let's tell you, it's oh. like it's just cool. Everyone's like laid back with you. That's a dream of mine. Yeah. That's my dream to have BJ Penn go, dude. You're really funny. Yeah, it's sort of cool. Come, come train with me in fucking Hilo. <laughs> How long would you last at his training camp before just quitting? Ah, uh, fucking as as long as he would. 
because he barely ever trains. <laughs> like, hey, BJ, I'm here. I'm only here for a week. We can get to this or not? Yeah, yeah, let's get a rock and walk underwater. <laughs> but uh, those videos. Oh my god! It's like I I used to like, say he jumps out of the pool, just jumps out, just well, with his legs. Well, that's when people would say, well, "What you pick for the fight on uh, BJ?" I'd be like, "All right, did he train with Mav Marinovich, uh-huh. where he's doing that crazy shit and jumping out of the pool and balancing on a fucking racquetball, <laughs> or was he jumping off a rock?" Into a pool of water. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, wa- walking under the water 20 feet with a rock. If he was doing that, then he's not going to win. Yeah. If he's, he's really it's trained. not Rambo. There's no weird, not Rambo, fucking Stallone. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky. Four. Yeah, where he's lifting up weird shit that got left over, like hose and stuff that were just left out over the winter. Yeah. If I can pick this up, I can beat this Drago. Yeah, you see him after training eating a moco loco, <laughs> fucking rice and spam and a hamburger with egg on it. It's like, yeah, yeah you're not going to win. <laughs> There's no chance. No. Exactly. Nah, it's not. Do you need extra pineapple on this thing? Yeah. Frankie Edgar was just fighting an underground fight club in Jersey <laughs> just to train for you. Um, but you get to you get this backstage with, uh, and I've seen you at a couple of them. I went to a couple of them with Norton. Yeah, he gets a really good tickets, Norton. He gets the straight UFC tickets. Yeah, he's got, he gets fucking great UFC. What's funny, too, is that I knew so much about it the first time we went. And he didn't really know? Well, he's a, he was a fan. Yeah. He loved it, but he didn't know much about it. He knew basic stuff, who was on, you know, Sky's. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing show. you guys both at, at the weigh-in once. Yeah, we were at the UFC 100, I think it was, and we were at the one where uh, Rampage lost the belt to uh, Forrest. Nice. Yeah. But I had to run around and, uh, you know. I was at that one. I was like, oh, that's, that's Shogun. Is he, he good? Him. Yeah, he's really good. All right, that's Machida. Yeah. He's, he's Do the you ch- like being that guy? I didn't know because you know why I liked it? Because well, Norton really wanted to know. Oh, so you had someone like looking at you for information? Yeah, he really wanted that's to know feeling. who these guys were and I knew who they were, basically. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know more like the, the, uh, a fan, you know. I don't, yeah. I'm not like Rogan level. Where I but know, you know, like that guy's better at striking. He came up with his coach, and that's a notoriously bad at jabs or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't I don't. Going live was awesome. One of the best experiences ever. The only thing I missed was listening to uh, Goldberg and Rogan. Yeah, the commentator. Yeah, he because you learn so much from him. He's like, all right, you know, he's picking his leg up. If he's trying to hold that leg, if he gets, you know, if yeah, that leg guard is wide open, he can pass anytime he wants. And you're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah like, when you know. Yeah, when you when um, Hendo was fighting. Um, Michael Bisping. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. But when I watched it. Yeah, you could hear him going, he is not going left or something like that. It was no, he like, goes, he keeps going to his right, and that's his, that's Hendo's power. Yeah. Keeps oh, going, yeah, he keeps running into his power. Yeah, he, he keeps saying he, that. He goes, he's going he's gonna to get he's gonna get him. Yeah, and, and he then, did. boom, one of the greatest knockouts ever. And then that ever. extra punch. And did you see the photo? Flew down. What, with him just in the air? He's in the air, coming down. On an already knocked out Michael Bisping. Ugh, and his toes were curled. <laughs> like he was getting fucked in the ass with pantyhose on. <laughs> <laughs> I like those good seats. Yeah, those are fucking great. That, those the, uh, they have those headphones now you can rent for like 10 bucks. You can listen to Gold, Goldberg and Rogan. No shit. Yeah. I like didn't even FM. know. Yeah, Is that new? Two, yeah, it's like a year old. The first few times it was like... Choppy, but then I've heard it's it's fine now. Sounds I'd, great. I would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. because it, that that actually uh, makes the fight so much better. You can't really hear the interviews. You can hear Rogan after the interviews, but the guys that are breathing hard, you can't really hear them. At home, you can always hear them perfectly. Yeah, but there, it's like I don't even hear what they say. Have you ever had any like fucked up things happen at the UFCs? What do you mean? Any I don't know, any weird shit that you're like, oh shit. 
Like some shit's about to go down. Yeah. The first time I met um, Keith Jardine, you remember him? Yeah. He was in there for a while. It was it was when the the weigh-ins were like not a big thing at all. Yeah. I remember Rogan like doing them at, in in like Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Right. And like the tap out guys came out. He just stopped. It was hey, it's tap out guys. And it was like it was like all the fighters and the trainers were right there, and then like 20, 20 fans. Really? Yeah. He goes, all right, I almost brought you up just to fuck around. No shit. Like, no one was there. It just didn't really matter. It turned into a big thing where everybody goes to him now. Right. But Keith Jardine came up to me, and he was like, he's scary looking. He's got that weird eye and that weird goatee. Right. <laughs> and so he, he goes, excuse me. So I, like, moved out of his way because I was sort of, like, oddly scared by all those guys. Yeah. And then he goes, like, no, excuse me. And I'm like, well, he goes, are you, are you the amazing racist? But, like, no smile at all. Really? Yeah. And it was just, like, some weird pause for, like, a while. <laughs> are you the amazing racist? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I was like, and I kind of looked around, and I was like, this, um, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, cool, I love that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's good. And then he just shook my hand and walked away. Dude, the yeah, we became friends. Yeah, it's amazing. Dude. You, if you cocksuckers don't know what to say, you have to go check that out. Um, YouTube takes them down. They do? Yeah, they take the Mexican one down. Well, can't you put that up on your own website? I did put it up on my own. I got to put it up on a website on my own on a different server. Dude, if you got the amazing website. racist website, shit, I shouldn't even have said it because you know somebody's already got it. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But uh, so, what are you doing now, dude? I mean, now you kind of you kind of blowing up a little bit. I feel lately it's like stuff's going a little better. Yeah, you you're, Off podcasts. I think mostly. Well, I think, but you know, people are getting to know you now. I mean, people yeah. know you from the shows. People know you from your pod. You have your own podcast, uh-huh. which is... Uh, Skeptic I've, Tank. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's on Rogan's thing, right? It's on the Death Squad channel. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Death Squad Death channel. Squad. Yeah. It's fucking cool. It's like six of us, Tom Segura and Tripoli. It's like everyone has I a, love a show Tripoli. on, on yeah. there. I'm on the Glory Hole Network. The Glory Hole Network? Yeah. Is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's nice. me, me, Jim Florentine. Nice. And uh, the Jersey Jerks. What, the... The Jerky Boys? No, the Jersey Jerks. Oh. It's a podcast. These guys from fuck. I don't. Even, I think they're in Philly, but uh, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> they just idiots. call they're, themselves the Jersey Jerks. Too. Yeah, they're pretty funny guys. And then the Glory Hole, which is uh, a funny one. There's uh, those networks are the weird, cool, new thing where it's like it's just a whole station of stuff that's kind of like minded. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I I just actually went on two weeks ago. This guy just called me up. I was like, I'd love to put you on and upgrade it. Because mine was shit. My podcast right. was real just shit. But you had listeners, right? I had listeners, but in the last... It could be better. What ha- what's happened in the last... I started doing it more consistently. When you do it consistently yeah. is really what helps a podcast. I try to do it every week. Yeah, you got to like do that. one at least once a week. And then it started getting popular. Like I started getting in the... the Top 100 of the iTunes. Yeah, then they can see you and then more, even get more, even more people. Yeah, I was, and then he came along and he was like, I'd like to make it better and blah, blah. So I was like, fuck it, do it. Let's do it for six months. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's been in the top, uh, it's been in the top 100 for the last two months. That's great. And it got down to 31, wow. which was, you know, So you're finding good. people come to find you off just your podcast at shows and stuff? Um, No, not yet. Okay. Not yet, because you know, I mean, people know me from ONA. People know me right. from the Torgasm. The I remember that, you from Tough Crowd. That was when I first saw you. Oh yeah, that's yeah. uh, a long fucking time ago. Yeah, Shit. yeah. They, it's 
you know, there's a few new people from the podcast, but not not many. It's mostly people already know me going and listening to it, right, right, and checking this out. But uh, yeah, dude. Um, so that's good. I mean, you're at you doing the nasty show up here, yeah, and then you go and you're doing your other show in Montreal, yeah, the storyteller show. So you're gonna do it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Okay, I'll just put you on one. And uh, I'll tell Robbie. No, I'm glad, dude. I'm glad we got to hang out and do this, and I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I've never really talked to you alone. No, weird. No, we've always been. With it's somebody else. It's it, so funny how high you are. Your mouth is so dry. Do you it's getting high. Those edibles get you higher and higher. Yeah, give me some goddamn water. <laughs> I don't care. I'll drink out of what you drink. <laughs> I'm fucking drinking a sip at a time. You're watching me. I'm, I'm getting two drops. I'm just trying to split it up so I can have some more for later. I'm just watching <laughs> heartlessly. You keep licking your teeth. <laughs> There's no moisture in there at all. It feels like you're getting raped to vagina. It's just, um... <laughs> Dude, you've been. Oh, that I, water's so good. I just noticed. <laughs> dude, you actually have color in your skin now. You're fucking dying. God, I need that. You just need a sip here and there. <laughs> ah, shit. So, uh. Those edibles keep kicking in later. That's funny. I take those during the fights. You take. You, yeah, like right before the fights. So you're high during the fights. Most of those fights. If I say hi to you, I'm pretty gone. Really? Yeah. And you, does it make it better or do you yeah. flip out? It's like I've been to enough. I took acid at one. Me and Diaz took acid. Ugh. That was really fun. Why? Really fun. Fun. It was How? great. It made all the lights and colors when they played fucking Sabbath over the loudspeakers. It was like, oh my God, this is a cool song. <laughs> it made everything awesome. John Jones, they gave him that title fight. They were like, we're going to give you, you know, you know, Rashad Evans had to pull out. We're giving you, he hit his knees. And I was like, oh my God. He got me what he wanted. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then Anderson Silver kicked that guy in the face. And I just remember going, ah, for like two minutes, just screaming. Those are really fun. I had a scavenger hunt for edibles last time. Uh, what is that? I went ahead of time. I went the day, like the day before. Right. And I walked around. I just taped, I taped some breast strips up in like underneath a sink right behind a thing and then i just had a scavenger hunt on twitter and people went and found them yeah i did put out f- clues did they find all of them yeah really yeah i put out two ahead of time i said starting at 2 30 sharp first that's fight at three fifteen. so you have plenty of time that's hilarious yeah it was great people got into it <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. that's that's what that's what i love about twitter yeah you, you can, can just do shit just do crazy stupid shit like that a and scavenger everyone just joined hunt. in yeah that's fucking hilarious yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, People took pictures. They were happy. And they were, like had the strips. <laughs> Two doses per person. That's funny, dude. Thank you for this water. God. Yeah, you're right, man. Um, well, dude, this fucking this has been good, bro. Um, I uh, you make me. I'm not gonna get high, but you've you've made me actually fucking miss it. I miss having dry mouth. It's great. Yeah. Was edible? I can't. I, I fly with them. Don't say that. I don't want people to fucking. No, I fly in my system. Oh, <laughs> you know, I put them. I get them in like right when I'm parking the car at the shuttle place. Yeah. Me and Nick Thune did it on the way back from Montreal last year, and we could not punch it. We did it too early, and we couldn't even punch in the numbers of like <laughs> what's your city. We were just watching it. Some girl that worked at Variety had to help us. You just fucking like, stoned. Lo- yeah, we're just like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, just having no clue. Like I like Thune. Yeah, he's great. Thune, this is what this is why I like Thune is a probably. A, one of the best looking comedians on the planet uh-huh. but he refuses cool. to fucking be that yeah he just looked, sort of a regular dude just fucking yeah he's a nice guy regular dude married to his like long term girlfriend yeah and he fucking has a beard uh-huh. just uh, I'm not gonna shave this week yeah he just looks like shit just shows up He even when he tries to look like shit he's still a good looking guy <laughs> yeah it works for him yeah 
Nick Thune is one of those guys where it's like, after you watch his comedy, like, I probably won't get along with you. Even though it's funny, it's just like the style that it's like, it's like written. Yeah. And then you see him, you're like, oh, you're way different off stage. Yeah. You're totally cool. You have anger inside you. Yeah. <laughs> I met him at Aspen, dude. Really? A long yeah. time ago? I, mean, I was on the same show as him, and I remember just looking at him. He's going up, and I remember that's when he blew up. Like Right after that. Yeah. I've, you know, festivals for me, I've never, I don't know what it is. I've never gotten a, oh, my God, Bob Kelly. My yeah. shit always happens, like, in the background, and then, uh, oh, he's going to be on this, or, yeah, you got this, and no one's ever given me shit. Yeah. I've never been touched. Yeah, where it's like, boom, you're just getting this thing. Yeah, like, Dane's been touched. Rogan's been touched. Uh-huh. You know? Ro- yeah, they redo Fear Factor. He's getting a new bunch of cash for eight episodes. Wait a minute. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. What are you talking about? They're doing Fear Factor again. When? They're starting at the end of July. Get the fuck yeah, out Yeah, they were here. talking to him, like, would you do it if we do it again? He was, like, going back and forth, like, I don't know, maybe. Should we do it again? It was all the same producers, and he was like, fuck it. I'm getting paid. Let's do it. So just eight episodes. I think to start with. If I had sound effects on this podcast, I'd go do 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 breaking news. <laughs> so he's he's doing eight episodes of. Is it going to be uh, like a forever again? Like for seven I, I years? Don't know. No, we'll see. I get, what, but, because when it stopped airing last time, it was because nobody was watching it. Yeah, but a show like that can definitely come back. I guess so. Because I mean, it's it'll be a hit right away, and then see if people get bored again. Because there's only so many like stunts you can do. Yeah, but I'm sure they've in the last. How long has it been off? Five years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've. There's some guy sitting around writing fucking new shit. He still gets people like at airports and stuff going like, "You gonna do that? Do that again? Any more of those? Hicks, rednecks who love it. Yeah, middle America, man. You get middle America to fucking buy into your shit, you're a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking good. Well, there he goes again. Another fucking yeah, show. Touch, just here. Just, Not like you have to audition. We're just here. Here's more. Yeah, me and you were doing a podcast in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> I came to the festival last year. I really liked it. I love the show. It's our arcade fire. I love it here. This has been a blast. Are you watching any of the bands? Uh, yeah, I watched uh, fucking Soundgarden. I oh, watched yeah, that's the right. Roots. I want to see Justin Nizuko. Who's that? He's a singer-songwriter. Just him Is and he a playing guitar. He's playing Sunday. I can't oh, see him. Oh, you're not going to say yeah. that long. It's fucking great. I, I, Jason Nizuko? I'll just, go see him. Justin Nizuko. Okay. Yeah, go see him. He's fucking incredible. Okay. I was on a plane. No, I think I was going to fucking Iraq. Yeah. And I was on Lufthansa. And, and uh, <sighs> they, you know when they have those specially made shows for the airline? Uh, I just saw this kid with a guitar sitting down by himself. And he was just jamming. All his own fucking songs, and it was just him, nobody else. Wrote his name down? And I, I wrote his name down, I got all his shit, I love his album, love his songs, but his brother, and they're from Canada, he's a singer-songwriter, real bluesy, scratchy voice. <laughs> his brother is a singer, but he's yeah. uh, R&B, like, uh, almost like a you know, white black guy. You know, he has like the chain and no shirt with a leather jacket, a white leather jacket and white I'll leather never pants. never look normal. Yeah, the complete fucking opposites. It's like, what happened to you? How did you start dressing like that? <laughs> one of them's going to make it. Yeah. And one's not. <laughs> and that's what's going to suck. Yeah, because the other one's going to be like, wait, where, are you related to him? I yeah. understand. Yeah, somebody's going to go, I fucked up. I should have picked up. I should have yeah. just been a guitar guy. Oh, the other one's going to be like, I should have got a... Should have put on big pants, big leather pants. And a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of Kangol, new backwards hat. Yeah, so you should uh, yeah definitely check him out. I love this. This festival's been... You know why I like it? No industry. Uh, no. You do your show, and you're done. I did yeah. mushrooms here last year. 
I got some in Toronto and took them over here. And, and yeah, I did them and watched uh, Santana. It's so funny. And then walked around the city your all life, night long. Your life would have been fucking totally different. If I stayed in. If, you if just, I got that job in Maryland. If you believed in God. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that. If you I wouldn't be- take mushrooms. Do you believe in anything? Here's what I believe now. I think it's ridiculous to, to say the agnosticism. I think that's sort of a cheap cop-out. And there's nothing else in my life that I will take by just saying, but maybe it's true. Like with no proof whatsoever. The yeah. only proof going, but you never know. Right. And I realize that's what I've been doing with God. Right. So it's like, no, there's no God. There's definitely no God. But you have to believe in something. I mean, the atmosphere and the earth. And, I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? I, I believe things exist. I Provable believe, things exist. I, I think that... I think that you... I believe that what you create in your own brain... Yeah. What you think and how you believe... I think uh, has a direct result in your life. You know, like if I'm a negative, grumpy, fucking hate everybody, pessimist, fuck them, yeah. fuck this. That's It'll what's gonna. More. That yeah. I think that will attract negative and positive. I heard this story on NPR about. What was NPR? It just seems smart. That's the only reason I even mentioned the fucking radio station. I fucked. NPR is one of my favorite apps. On my iPad. Yeah. I listen to it all the time. That's great stuff. But did you hear this thing where it's um, they, they were talking about how people that write negative comments on YouTube, that that behavior spills into their real life. They become more negative. Right. People that write positive comments, that bleeds into their real life, too. Because it's, it's active behavior. It's writing, fuck you, faggot, get right. AIDS and die. Like, you keep writing that. That's how you keep thinking. Right. And then you, you meet a real person. And you just have the time. You're just like, Ugh. Just a little more likely to blow them off because of all those negative things you're writing. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I definitely believe that. I, you know, but I, I years ago, especially when I lived in LA years ago, ten years ago, I was real negative, real fuck yeah. you and fuck this and fuck that, and I, and that's all that came to me. Yeah, I used to do that too. All that came to me, and then I started to not hate people and not, you know, I don't really hate anybody anymore. Yeah. I don't really fucking. You used to be mad at other comics who weren't doing exactly the comedy that I wanted them to do. Yeah, I used to be the same way. But it's like, even if they're brand new, it's like, maybe this is one cool joke I can laugh at. Yeah. Who cares if the other 20 are bad? Yeah. So it's fine. It's bad. It doesn't hurt me. Yeah, I don't... I don't. I used to really think the opposite. Yeah, I used to get into that shit, too. And it, if, if I was always in that state of mind. Just worrying about other people. Yeah, and I think that keeps shit away from you. It's, it's so weird. you have to put blame on yourself. Like, that guy sucks. That guy's terrible. And it's like, just look at yourself. You're probably not very good. Yeah, it's 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 all about internalizing it. Like I talk to Colin Quinn all the time about shit like that. Yeah, and it's uh, you know your management, my fucking management, or my agent. Or blah. He's like, dude, just go to work. Yeah, he goes, go write. Because you can, nobody's stopping you from writing. Nobody's stopping you from working. Yeah, go work. And if you hand in a fucking really good script to your manager or your agent, and they don't do it, they suck. Yeah, and then get a new one. At least make it, put it on them. At put least it, write something. Don't say, well, they're not going to do anything with it. Right. Right, right. Give it to them. Yeah. Let them not do anything with it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, and, and I had to accept the fact that, you know, I have to work. Yeah. It's just work. Yeah, you're not getting touched, but I'm, guess what? You get to be a comic. You yeah. get to do sort of cool shit. Yeah. Sit in fucking Ottawa, get paid good money, uh-huh. tell dick jokes, and then really go watch. Really good money. They take care of you. Yeah. All the Just for Laughs stuff, they take care of you. They make you feel like a real performer. Yeah, it's funny, too. It's like people, certain people hate Just for Laughs. I don't get it. They've only, I used to I get that they never took me for new faces I was always mad at them for that right but once I finally went to the nasty show I was like oh they're just cool yeah they're the face of people's like rejection yeah but they're also like 
I don't know. They put together great shows. They and they take care of you. Yeah. And they make nice sure you're shit. picked up and, and you're fed and everything. The green rooms are great. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I did the tour last year. The Just oh, really? Laughs tour from one side of Canada to the other. How long? Uh, it was 30 days. Straight away. Straight show after show after show. Wow. Every province in Canada. Summer or winter? Uh, it was de- December. Oh, I would not want to be here in the summer. It wasn't that cold, though. Okay. We never really hit any snow. We didn't hit any bad weather. It was actually all right out. Okay. But we stopped. We went from St. John's all the way to Vancouver and everywhere wow. in between. And I was I was kind of dreading it. I was like, am I going to... Oh, I had a fucking blast. Canadian crowds are great. Canadian crowds are fucking the best. They're Women the are a little cooler best. about sex. They're, They're a little more chilled out. Like we, We'll just do it. It's okay. Yeah. I got the best hooker ever in fucking Canada a long time ago. Which, which city? She did a slide. She called it sliding. What is that? It's where they just get naked and they give you a massage. Yeah. They're both naked and they just slide all You just slide and roll and slide and... All over you? All over you and they graze your shit and it's like an hour and a half of just dick teasing and then you just fucking they crank you out <laughs> it's like oh my god i don't think i've ever gone to a massage parlor like that well it was a, this was in the hotel room oh jeez. yeah sliding that's great it's very rare to find you gotta kind of you know craigslist is gone so it's kind of hard but yeah it's called sliding if you ever see sliding on one of those dirty websites you know it's legit try it yeah okay. just try sliding how much was that it's a hundred bucks. It's cheaper it's than anything. Much. Yeah, because you're not fucking them. Yeah, and they they think it's kind of artsy. <laughs> you know, they're really not being whores. But you're gonna blast a load. You're bla- you're, you're definitely blasting a load. She had hairy armpits too. That was Joe DeRosa joke where he's like, all his friends are like, oh, what are you gonna do? You gonna come in your pants? Like, yes, I'm gonna wait till they dance on me and then I'm gonna come in my pants. <laughs> I with the strip clubs. Yeah, yeah, I can't do strip clubs. My dick, my dick is in casual nudity. It's weird. It's too many dudes around. It's just like, yeah, I'm too creepy for strip clubs. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd rather go to a whorehouse. I'd rather just go do some fucking deviant shit. I can't. The strip club, I, I get my sex shit is too like. I just, I just want to grab my dick. Yeah, you need to touch my cock. Whenever they're like, we can go in here and have more fun. I was like, what? What? What did I get? What did I get with that? Like, what's? What does that entail? Yeah. You, let's just fu- are we gonna fuck let's just fuck yeah. let's do something really yeah Say I'll save the nickel and diming you $200 yeah and I'll just give a chick 150 save myself 50 just blow and, me and have her fucking jerk me off yeah or fucking slide on me slide yeah I've got to look into that. I've never heard of it. Right, we're going to check it out. So check it out, man. This has been fucking great. We've, yeah, this is the nice. longest podcast I ever did. Really? It's an hour and 37 minutes. It's because you're high with me. I might. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's secondhand. I don't know. I, don't I, might, know. I might have to fucking break this up into two. It's like, this is the point of the podcast where it's like, do we just keep talking for another 20? If you have a, a part B, though, it has to be like, wait till part two. But there's nothing. There's nothing we uncovered. <laughs> It wasn't like you were trying to break me down for an hour, and you're just getting to it now. No, it's been you're random breaking the shit. Wall. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, yeah. There's, there's no reveal. There's yeah. no arc to the story. It was a bunch of little hills. Yeah, <laughs> and we just kept going up and down. But ah, fuck it, an hour and thirty. It's a good podcast. Thirty people listen to it at work or when they're trucking. Yeah, fuck it. Now, that, but now they'll be like, dude, you should do an hour and 37 every minute. Oh, yeah. How well, long do you usually go? What do you normally go? I usually do 45 to an hour. That's what I thought is that's my ideal, 45 to an hour. Yeah. Rogan just does two and a half all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I have trouble limiting it to that long, I an could, hour. I could do it for hours. 
But the thing is, too, is when I download it, it takes fucking three days to do that. Yeah. But here's it, when it, I see a, a, a one that's an hour 47 and one that's 47, I'm just I'm going straight to the 47 one. Yeah. I try to keep it 47, 45 to an hour. But Rogan, too, can talk for mm-hmm. he's he's got that. Brand. So I can't even look if he puts links on the fucking Internet. I can't click on him. Why? Because it's going to be something about the universe. Yeah. Some and new animal or, or some, insect. That's attacking and my people. world's going to change. And again, I, I worry. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Me too. I always like he he's the alarmist and I'm always like, dude, I don't even fucking care. Because how can you not care? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Me caring won't affect whether the killer bees are gonna come north. I can't do anything. And I keep hearing about SARS and all this shit that's gonna kill me, and I'm not dead. I'm totally fine. I don't care who's gonna be the president. I don't care. Coca-Cola costs a dollar. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't give a fuck either. Yeah. I could give a fuck about anything. I, I could care about any of that shit. Don't you want your roads paved? Yeah, yeah. I hope they keep doing that. I, yeah. I'm sure they will. And the banks. Yeah. The, I don't give a fuck. I put my money in a bank. Yeah. I, dude, you shouldn't get a mortgage. I, I, dude, I, I own an apartment in New York. I don't care. Uh-huh. I was paying rent. Well, you really, you're throwing money away. It's going to the bank. Yeah, I, I, I was going to be thrown away anyway. The interest. I'm going to die. Yeah. I live in Manhattan. I live two blocks from Times Square. I shouldn't be alive. I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't have, how am I still surviving? How do I have money? It doesn't yeah. make sense that I do. I haven't put in any work. Yeah. You ever look at how little writing you put in? Yeah. And just like, oh, it's like embarrassing. I told you, dude, I've written more in the last year yeah. than I've written in my whole career. Well, I just... Get the spark? Well, just no, because I got the fucking script and the book and the... Yeah. I just had to do it. And you get into a habit. You can start doing it, right? Well, now I can do it. I can do... When I first started writing scripts, yeah. it, months and days and now you can... You know, it's when me and Billy and Joe write together. It's like, dude, Bob, you have this scene, that scene, and this scene. I have this scene. It's All right, oiled. tomorrow. And then I'll write my scenes. It's yeah. still hard to sit down. It's that first couple sentences. If it's like when, anything, you're better at it than when you do it. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I, I can write great dialogue. I can write really funny dialogue. Um, so it's that's easy. But the book thing was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. That's Writing word after word after word after word, just words. It's literally you're looking down and you need you need. I need to write two thousand words today. I can't yeah. even. You ever have a like a TV show say you write your bit down so we can look at it? I got to do that with Montreal, the just for laughs. Oh, they're, they're taping this set. Yeah, the I'm doing a relationship show. But I it's have like, to do that. Right, I'm like, just don't put me on. <laughs> I just like I, I dread it. I dread having to type something out. Yeah, it's rote material. Yeah, it's just, it's it's awful. I, I I was supposed to do it two weeks ago. And you haven't done it yet. No, I taped it tonight, and I think I might just cut up the audio and send them the audio clip. So here, I hope that's good enough. Just listen to it. Yeah. Fuck it, you don't have to read it. And if they're like, well, we need it written, I might use that Dragon app. I try to do it that way. Oh, okay. That might work. I might use... Speak slowly. Yeah, just speak slowly and... And Get it close enough and then just go over it. And just, yeah, and that's it. Because I I, I hate it. The fact that we have to write that shit down, it's like, just tell me what not to do. Yeah. And I won't do that. I'll look at it and go, trust me as a comic in the business for fucking 19 years, that if you say, don't say this, don't say that... I can handle that for fucking eight minutes. Yeah, as opposed to like rewrite it completely. Like, yeah, relax. Yeah, it's I'll just so, somebody validating their job, dude. I guess so. That's all it is. Is some guy has a job. We need to send you. You need to. And then Make he looks. Sure at, he does whatever. Yeah, it's all, it's like doing TV spots. That's the worst too. I had a lady tell me um, 
that I had a reference of Chicago. Like when guys listen to music on the like slow music on the radio, it's because they're in love. Yeah. And they were all like, no, I'm not in love. It's just, I love Chicago. That was like, and this girl was like, mm, it's like a Latino crowd here. Try to do, do something else like easy listening. Like, that's a better word to use. And I was like, I like I perform in front of Latino crowds. Can I just do it the way I've been doing it? And <laughs> just right. trust me to do it my way. Yeah. She's like, no, no, you got to switch it. And I hated it. I switched it. It just didn't work. Yeah. I'm like, just do what I do. Like, I just fucking hate that. It's the worst. Getting it's the a worst. word note. And you're like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's fucking. It's. I get when they're like, we can't use McDonald's or a sponsor. I get right. that, but when they think something will go better, well, that's why I love cable too. That's why I love FX because they let you say whatever the fuck you want. You're good on that Louis show, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. I've seen it on the couple times you did it. Oh, thanks, man. It was like you were cool. You were good on it. Yeah. Anyway, that show, that but that show's a perfect example. They say whatever they want. Uh-huh. Just not you can't say it all together, you know. But like Comedy Central, it's like you're a comedy network, and it's. I remember we did Tough Crowd. Yeah. Patrice was talking about, remember the sniper, the DC sniper? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he, was, he had this thing where he was like, you know, a white guy. It's a white guy. It's a serial killer white guy. And, yeah. and then he goes, the joke is, uh, he was like, man, it, it was just a nigger in a Buick. <laughs> and and they, they, wouldn't let, they wouldn't let him say it. They wouldn't let him say what? What don't, what don't you think they would almost let him say? Nigger. Buick. <laughs> they wouldn't let him say Buick. What? Oh, because it's a sponsor? Yeah, they could say nigger. What? They bleep Buick. What? (laughs) Did they really? Yeah, they bleep Buick. Why? Because he could see, he went nigger, nigger Buick. They went nigger beep. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was so misled. (laughs) They're like, what is he, what do they beep out? (laughs) Faggot? Was it, nigger was allowed and faggot was? Like, what word could they have beeped out if they left nigger in? (laughs) Uh, yeah, you no one would have guessed Buick. <laughs> it's so it's so. I mean, they're the Comedy Center's getting a little better. They're playing shit uncensored. I yeah, saw that's Pryor. Like secret stash stuff is cool. Fucking finally, they're doing that. Like Pryor yeah. was on last week. Really, live in concert. The fucking best concert ever. It's like these are legendary comics and and, and really artistic performers, and they're not allowed to show them because of some. You're worried about the sponsors not being able to. Yeah, now they do. Like these are the classic works. Yeah. A Kinison special. That's one of the classic works of comedy. Yeah. The, the prior one, live in concert. I got to watch more prior. I haven't really watched enough of him. Uh, the one with him is he's the one with him with a red shirt on. It's, it's, look, it's a college auditorium. And yeah. people are walking in as he's, he's starting. Really? Yeah. He's, they're walking in. Um, it's fucking brilliant. It's probably the, it's just the best, best stand up special I've ever seen. Huh. Which one is that? Live in the Sunset live, Strip? Live in Concert. Live in Concert. Not li- live in Sunset Strip is good, but Live in Concert's the... It's so... It's You forget that you're, you're literally just listening to this guy laughing like, oh my God, this guy goes from bit to bit. Huh. And it's so funny and so fucking performance-driven. He's fucking he, at his best. At the top of his game. It was I'll the be- it. best one ever. The best one ever. I mean, the other one was... Um, I forget what it was... Uh, up in smoke or something like still smoking or something yeah. his first one ever which was done at the improv in New York the original improv yeah. when he when he came back from quitting oh really yeah because you know he was a uh, he was a uh, you know clean comic yeah, you should read the no, book uh, Prior Convictions it says he was auto- a clean comic yeah he was he was as clean as Bill Cosby wow he emulated Bill Cosby and you know his mother was a whore he grew up yeah. in a whorehouse, 
His father was a pimp. He was raped when he was 12, you know, by a man. Uh, got forced to suck some guy's cock. And he had all these fucked up issues and he was doing drugs and all this fuck. But he's going on stage being this clean guy. And uh, I forget what. He's it's so not him. Yeah, he was on stage come, and the guy coming off, I forget who it was in the book. Whether well, it was Dean Martin or some guy like that. Yeah. It was like, hey, kid, you remind me of that Cosby guy. Keep it up. He was on the verge of being a star. Yeah. He was, he was. He was making good money and he quit it all. Quit comedy, went and lived in Watts with Why? Red Fox and started talking about, you know, being black. Started talking about fucking. Started yeah. talking about, uh, his you life know. experience. Yeah, so if you watch Drugs. his first special, he's talking about. It's clean stuff. It's his first special. It's, he's, it's bad. He doesn't do. It's okay. He does right. okay. Small crowd, improv. Um, he talks huh. about sucking dick. He's like, he's talking about the time he hooked up with a she male. Wow. And he didn't know, but then he was like, ah, fuck it. He's like, yeah, man. You get addicted to it. <laughs> I need a dick. I need a dick. <laughs> you got to be careful when you suck a dick because you get addicted to sucking dick. It's never been done before. No. He did it, you know, and he's, yeah, he talked about all that crazy shit. But then he, you know, evolved into what the fuck he was. Prior Convictions, f- fucking great book. Really good book. If it, it, uh, You learn a lot about prior. I'm not a reader. Yeah. I'm not a reader either. Uh, but I, I read shit like that. And it's a good read. Quick, quick read. There's, there's only uh, certain books that there's there's that book um, that I fucking flew through. Yeah. And then there's a book called uh, uh, Average American Male. Who's that? Uh, I forget his name. It's the best book I ever read. If What's you're a about? man, if you're it's it's just a, a guy who fucking with this chick. She's yeah. a cunt. It's just he meets another chick, he fucks her. This other chick, it's just this. It's a guy. It's the inside of a guy's brain. Yeah. And this guy is brilliant. It's a novel. It. Yeah. It's it's called the Average American Male. It's one of the best books I ever read. Huh. If you're a guy and you like pussy and you like fucking, you've just a guy guy. Yeah. You want to read? This is the book you got to read. You'll fly through it. It's average American male. Average American male, dude. It's it's fucking easy. If I can read it, you can fucking read it. Right. You went to college. You know where a comma goes. An English major. You were an, you were an English major. Yeah. No shit. So you were like eight to eight to twelve books per semester. And you don't like to read? I just stopped. I read The Road. That was the last book I read, and before that was like ten years. It's so fucking weird what you evolved. Yeah, into. completely the opposite. I loved reading and analyzing novels. I love that. On my English class, I got A's just because I liked doing it. It's the other classes I didn't do well. And, and it just, yeah, I don't do any of it anymore. Do you think it's because of the fucking drugs and shit? No. The, that, that, the stop reading started way before the drugs. When I moved out here, I used to not do pot at all because my roommate was a big pothead, and he, was, he moved out here to be a um, screenwriter. Right. And he never did it. He never did it. And he would always say he was like a writer. And I was like, well, how do you get off saying that? Like you're not, you don't write anything. And I was like, let's say best case scenario. Let's say you jump in a cab, and the, from the other side, Steven Spielberg jumps in. Like you both get it at the same time. I'm like, oh, where are you going? All right, same place. We'll, we'll head uptown together. Like in a miracle scenario. And he's like, what do you do? And he's like, you'll be like, oh, I'm a writer. And he's like, oh, cool. You got anything to show me? And you won't have anything to show him. <laughs> like that's the best case scenario that could happen. 
and you'll have no way to capitalize on it. <laughs> and I would see him smoke pot every day, and I was like, I ain't doing that. And every time I'd be too like tired to go do an open mic, he'd come home and light up his ball. I'm like, fuck it, drive, move, go, go to an open mic, don't do it. Really? He would like drive me to get better. I stayed away from drugs completely, but I wasn't reading, <laughs> so it wasn't that. So <laughs> later, I started smoking pot. And how long have you been smoking pot? Solidly for the last like three years. And now you're just a pothead. Pot, yeah, straight pothead. You have a license? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say it's not addictive. I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> I'm an addict. You're into it. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. If I don't get high, if there's a day that I don't get high, you'll hear about it. Why, you get angry? No, it's just like, it's so noteworthy that I tell everyone. You're just not high. Yeah, like, I didn't get high all day yesterday. <laughs> like I'm bragging or something. If it's 6 p.m. and I haven't gotten high, I'll already let you know. Are you still high right now? Yeah, this edible just won't quit. It's a fucking good one. <laughs> if you're in Hollywood, it's the next door Rock and Roll Ralph, says the Russians, I call it. Um, it's a nice green cross on Poinsettia and Sunset. And the fucking peanut butter brownie. It's sativa. They say half. You don't trust them? Trust them. Half. <laughs> That's coming from me. It's so funny because tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm totally clean. Yeah. And we just did a fucking two-hour podcast. <laughs> You're going to wake up tomorrow and go, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, I won't remember a lot. You're not going to remember any of this. That's funny. It's <laughs> way so, easier to chill out like that. So what else do you have going on, dude? What else? Uh, I got my podcast, Stand Up, my storyteller show. What's the name of the podcast? The Skeptic Tank. And then in the story I just try to do like one subject and tackle like one subject with someone who knows something about it. Really? Yeah. So like, I like Renazisi was like about long term relationships because right. he's been in one for so long. It's just like honest questions, like what's that like? Right. Uh, my friend, well, he doesn't want me to say, but um, did one. He just does prostitutes now. Doesn't fuck regular chicks. So he um, just broke down like massage parlors where you go and how he got to that place. Right. You know what's that like? And does he worry about what people think about him? It's sort of just tackle one subject until it's done and you know and covered, and then we're done. It's Mas- fun. The massage parlors, are, I think, should be legal. I think they should be legal, and I think that in marriages, that should be allowed. It's not. I don't think it should be allowed. I think it should be tolerated. Right, right, right. Almost like it's we, almost like jerking off. Yeah, it's like like, some girls like why they don't like when their boyfriend does that, but it's like why? Yeah, it's a place you go. There's no intimacy. There's nothing. These women don't give a shit about you they're nice to you they give you a massage a legitimate 45 minute massage they wash you that's what i always said get the massage first then go for the jerk off and then they'll yeah and then at the end they fucking it's like, what does it matter just stress relief yeah, yeah anything and you walk out and you don't really feel like fucking guilty no, you're just a new man you're just like hmm well, my rocks off. You got a massage and you got fucking busted a nut is basically what you did. Yeah. I don't want to take this fucking old lady, old Asian lady to a movie. I don't want her to come over. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck her. I don't want to fuck her. I don't want to know her. her name. Yeah. I don't care. Like, you don't care at all. Yeah. I had my first girlfriend said, I was surprised me. She was like, yeah, that wouldn't be cheating. Really? It sort of shocked me because she was so like prudish and Christian. Yeah. My wife would never do that. But it's like, man, what does it matter? To me, it's a way bigger betrayal when I start like hanging out with some other girl. And like laughing at all their jokes, yeah, and listening to their hopes and dreams and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I it's it's well, women have it. It's a they have emotional and uh, and physical in the same fucking realm. Yeah, 
It's like gay guys. Get laid. Gay guys. Uh, I talk to so many gay guys, and it's not emotional is emotional, physical is physical. They'll go to a Please steam room her. and fucking jerk a dude off or get sucked <laughs> off in a steam room, and go back to their boyfriend. Yeah. And if they find out, it's okay. Just as long as it wasn't emotional. As long as you're not dating the guy, you didn't get his number, and you're not fucking. My friend, my gay friend, uh, his boyfriend just told him just. Don't give me AIDS. Like, that was his ultimatum. He knows how crazy it gets. I think, like, Please just don't. I think my wife has the same concept. Just don't give me AIDS. Just don't give me AIDS. It'd be such a great t-shirt. Just, just don't give me AIDS. Well, it's fucked up, too, though, because if I, if I meet a chick on the road, yeah. you know, or, you know, if she has warts or some fucked up shit, yeah. the more, the, the, every day that goes by that you're married... You know, it's it's locked what? in. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, like yeah. you clearly cheated if you get warts. I got warts. Yeah, you I got, got warts once. Yeah, yeah, I got them too. Yeah, it's it was like warts. I thought it was the end of my life, and then it was like they go away. You treat them, and they go away. Yeah, do you have to get them burnt off, or you got them I frozen? Got them burnt off, frozen. You got them frozen? Yeah. I went in the first time I got them. How do they burn them? <laughs> what do they burn them with? They uh, uh, the second time I went in, they burn them with uh, acid. Oh yeah, the acid stuff. No, no, yeah. the, the the dry ice. Oh, that's uh, different. Yeah, I said, okay. There's two different ones. You get them frozen off yeah. where they take you in and they rub your dick down with a blue substance. And then they put a black light over your dick. And it shows where all the warts, warts are. How long ago was this? That was years ago. This was when I was 19. My girlfriend at the time, the one that cheated on me, yeah. she got warts from her fucking guy. Yeah. And she gave them to me. Yeah. Um, and I went in. And they take my dick, and the nurse, which was kind of hot, put on a glove, kind of jerked me off a little bit. Oh, nice. And with this blue, you know, fucking cream. And then turned a black light on, and they showed all the little dots. And then they burned them from there. And then they so froze them. They froze them on that one. I went four years ago. I went in, and uh, I got my dick checked out. Before I was getting married, I wanted to make uh-huh. sure my dick was right. And I had a, a wart on my dick. Really? And, uh, yeah, it was all really uncomfortable. It was in New York, and I sat down in a chair. They gave me a piece of paper to put over my dick, and then they came in, and he was like, grab your dick and stretch it out for me. Yeah. So I had to grab my own dick and like hold it. And hold out the flab. Yeah. The, yeah. It was fucking, I just felt humiliated. And yeah. then he would just grab, <laughs> so he had an assistant in there, this little fat Mexican girl. Yeah. Couldn't have been more than 22. God, and I'm, God forbid she saw me on Comedy Central or something. And now, <laughs> yeah. you know, now I'm sitting there holding my own pud, <laughs> and she's she's got to hand him the thing, and he burnt it off, and it was, fu- and it was kind of it a, is it is humiliating. Yeah, it's fucking warts are the worst. <laughs> warts are the fucking. It, it, it's just to f- me, it's like a warning. It's like a seriously, <laughs> this could be a lot worse, bro. It's like Fuck poison him. ivy, yeah, for the dick. Yeah, it's like, dude, wear long pants if you're gonna go camping. Wear long pants. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't walk in the woods in the spring with shorts on. Yeah, you get it back. And warts, if you let them go, dude, your dick will turn into like a tree trunk. They just keep going, I guess. Just keep getting bigger and yeah. bigger, and then your dick looks like a tree stub, and uh, you fucked that. I had them like kept coming for like a year and a half, and then eventually they just stopped coming back. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm, I yeah. haven't had any. And then I got, I from I started working out. I got fucking uh, Staff? shiny dick. What a shiny dick! <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> what is what is that? Can I register? 
Shiny, shiny dick. Shiny dick is uh, <laughs> the medical term for <laughs> this fucking podcast is fucking going on two hours, and it's solely due to your fucking stoneness. <laughs> I'm gonna get some pizza. I'm gonna get the fuck out of it. Uh, shiny dick is it's a fungus from when you work out. Like I would go and work out, yeah, and then I'd go home and I wouldn't shower right away, yeah. So well, about that. It's like a, <laughs> it's a fungus that goes on your dick. I like the sides of your legs? No, okay. What is it? <laughs> I mean, that's something different. Go you ahead. ever see a porno where the guy has like a red cock and his helmet's shiny? There's like no fingerprint on the helmet. It's just shiny. You know, like, you know, you, you, there's like a thumbprint on your dickhead. Yeah. There's some you, bumps and stuff. No, it, it looks like, you know, there's like little lines. Like your dick, if you put your dick in ink and rubbed it on a piece of yeah, paper. It would have a fingerprint. Be, it has a, a fingerprint. Print. It has a dick print. And it actually would, it goes away. Your dick becomes like shiny. From what? Fucking too much? Too no, fun? it's just the fungus that oh. grows on your dick. If, if Like if from sweat and working out. Yeah. And your dick will like it actually grows. Like your whole dick, my whole helmet was becoming shiny. And what do you have to do to get rid of that? You have to not you have to uh put this it's uh like a cream on your dick that keeps it from getting water. What But who cares if it is shiny? It just doesn't look right. It's oh, okay. not your dick anymore. It's oh. like it's like this weird shiny dick, <laughs> and you know, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> it like just, metallic. It, yeah, it was like the Silver Surfer's cock. <laughs> right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like that. It'd be all shiny and like sort of see through. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was just red and shiny. I, it fucking bugged me, so I had to get this. The stuff and put it on it and uh, and then a couple weeks later I think it was like a month later it was gone. Yeah, I had that where the side of my where my balls hit my like thighs. It was shiny. The side it would get like red. Yeah. And the doctor one time was like, the dermatologist when I went for my wart he goes, what's this? This is like a fungus. So nah, it's been there for like six seven years. He's like, it comes from like not showering. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that a lot. I'll not shower. <laughs> All right, you don't shower. I, sometimes after like jujitsu or basketball, I'll just like, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to bed. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. That's how you get shiny dick. And he was like, I was like, it's just going to be there forever now. He goes, it doesn't have to be. Rub <laughs> this fucking ointment on it for like a same week. Same thing. Yeah, a week, gone forever. Yeah, I, had, I lived with it for six years. You had shiny thigh. Yeah, you had shiny inner thigh. I had shiny dick. Yeah, it's the same thing. It will just, just stay there. Slovenly. Yeah. That was our direct punishment. For being slovenly <laughs> and, not, a and big, not seeking help. A big word that I'll never use on Twitter <laughs> unless I fucking Google it. Sloppy. Slovenly. It's a good insulty word. It's a fucking great word. Slovenly is fucking great. Um, all right, dude. We get a fucking right. end. This is actually two hours and Do you think there's any pizza open right now? I know. Of, dude, look at me. Of course. What's do open I, right do now? Do I know this pizza open? big man. I know, dude. When did that happen? Well, I lost it. Yeah. And then I gained I I'm on my you know, I've I've been doing this my whole life. Up and down? Up and down. Well it's my it's my drug of choice. Like you Food, do yeah. you know, you smoke weed and you know, when I used to get high and all that shit I was always that was my thing and then when I um I got sober and especially getting into this business and then getting married too, it was uh you know, I can't fuck when I used to be able to fuck broads. Yeah. You'd have a goal in mind to like lose well, weight for. Well, I'd be all, I'd, you know, I'd be in shape, but I'd also be out trying to bang. Right, active, and, more active. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about now. You know, like the other night, I'm here by myself. I'm in the room. 
um, I get a little hungry and yeah. I get some pizza and some chicken fingers and then I'm you just also, also eat because you're bored sometimes. Fucking bored. I eat shitty, being on the road all the yeah. time by myself. That's why I love Rogan. You guys get to hang out. I wish I could afford yeah. to fucking bring somebody with me because I would bring someone with me all the time. That's the best when somebody on Twitter is like, why don't you bring so-and-so with you? I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I barely got into this club on my own. Yeah. <laughs> this is an off week for them. Like, yeah. like I don't get to bring anybody. Yeah. it's I haven't been touched. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, food is my fucking thing. be lucky thing. if they don't have a musical act ahead of me. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Uh, when you get it and you, you're like really and you want to be like look I don't want to tell anybody not to do their job but you want to go to the club like why would you think this would go Ugh. with what I'm doing it's fucking and then they and they, but they kill <gasps> yeah they kill and they have no concept <sighs> and they'll be like I blew you off the stage or whatever I'm sure they'll tell their friends that and it's like probably because I hated life yeah. watching <laughs> you go up I hated existence yeah and the crowds are fucking loving it. Oh, I hate it when you're out front. You are funnier than shut the fuck up. No, he wasn't in the realm of things. No, in this business, no, he wasn't. No, you won't you, know that until way later. Yeah, it's gonna take ten years, and you'll know you're just a hunk of garbage. How embarrassed hack. you are about what you were. Fucking shit. Um, but <laughs> all right. Anyways, we're right, you hungry? You want to go eat? Or you yeah, we'll get some food. No, we'll get okay. some food. Um, all right, so we've learned so much. So, so, so much. This, this is just a fucking stoners. This is this is the double podcast. I'm gonna have to put this out on a Monday yeah. and the rest on a Wednesday. So the rest will come out later. Yeah, so I'll put this out on Monday. I'm All gonna right. have to find a point where we can cut this because there's not even like a point where I go look. Uh, we'll wrap it up now and we're gonna do the rest. It's just there wasn't really. There might have been a minute there, like ten minutes ago. But. No, because I'm a lonely, chatty Kathy, and <laughs> you're stoned out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it makes life so much better. I watched the open mic at the comedy store. I got super high. I tested this type of brownie. I ate the whole thing. I was like, fuck you. Don't tell me to do that. I got so high. It was like 8 o'clock. I was like, fuck it. And I went and sat where Mitzi used to sit and just watched the open mic for like four hours. Until eventually they put me on. They're like, you want to go up? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, all right. And it yeah. was terrible. Yeah, but you have an excuse. Yeah. You have an excuse. You ate a brownie and a, br- and a fucking breath mint. I just, everything chills out. You just enjoy. Yeah, but I'm just lonely. Oh, yeah, that is very sad, actually. <laughs> all right, that's it, man. What's your uh, website again? Ari, Ari the Great or Ari Shafir. You have two? Well, they go to the same spot. Okay, so you go to your website. You get all your information up there. He's going to be in Montreal doing a storytelling night. He's got a podcast on the uh, Death Squad. Yeah, and uh, you're doing one of those one of those shows I'm in fucking, Montreal. I'm absolutely, yeah. Okay, Unless you cool. come down off your high and go, what did I do last night? No, 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 no. I, want you, I didn't realize you are there. That's cool. Well, uh, this has been a fucking fun podcast. Yeah, uh, man. It's all over the place. Let's talk again in five years. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> no, let's do it again when I'm in L.A., dude. <laughs> all right. Let's do You'll this podcast let's do the next one we'll do uh you're not high but you get high wait a second as we go as you go we could do that so we start out you're fucking totally clean okay and then around 15 minutes in you take your brownie yeah and then around 10 minutes after that you pop your other thing and then we see where it goes <laughs> see what happens yeah exactly all right and then let's we'll do, do this every month but we'll do it with a different drug okay we'll just <laughs> crack <laughs> like have you ever done it no i got should i take a lot or a little i heard a lot hi brother i'll talk to you later man okay. Peace. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to another episode of You Know What Dude podcast on gloryholeradio.com. And make sure to check out all the other shows on the Glory Hole Network. If you're using the Stitcher app, type in the word fart when you register. iTunes users, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you're a real fan of the show, 
and you want to show your support, go to gloryholeradio.com slash Robert Kelly and hit the donate button. $10 will get you a shout out on the air. $20 will get you my first CD, Robert Kelly Live, not available in stores. If you have any questions, email me at robertkelly at gloryholeradio.com.